Hello one, hello all, welcome once again to another edition of Denver Comic Con Radio, presented to you by the Geek Alert, also presented to you by Nerds the Geek. We are coming to you this fine evening from the Betra Concert Hall in downtown Denver. It is the fourth symphonic tribute to Comic Con, and quite the event. It's uh, This thing's a tradition now, and it's a wonderful thing. And I am joined this evening by two new folks to the show, um, Mr. Tim Gerard. Hello. And Miss Kate McCarr. I'm hoping I pronounced your last name correctly. Nick Should have asked that first. <laughs> Close enough. Yep. Still botched it though, so that's good. Um, so tonight is going to be John, Kate, plus Tim. Yes. <laughs> Which was Tim's idea. Who is a child this evening. Um, but we love him. Eight children. And we're positive. <laughs> Just as much as I hate. Like eight children. That's true. Out of house and home, son. Yes. Out of house and home. Um, but yeah, we're here to talk about the symphony and this amazing event. And it's interesting tonight because, as I recently learned, Tim, you were here last year. Yes. The Kate, you were not. And you actually not been to this at all. At all. This is my very first time, A, at this event, and B, as part of Nerds at Geek. Um, well, for the podcast, yes. You've done great work with other pieces of regardless. But yes, <laughs> for the podcast, as we try to revitalize it for all of you out there. Um, I guess, really, we're just going to talk about the show as a whole. Um, I think we're going to start with Kate, because I feel like you're bursting with excitement over this this evening. I am. Um, and that's not a bad thing. <laughs> what has you so excited about a show like this? Um, well, first of all, it's just great to see to be able to come to you know the Colorado Symphony and be part of the arts. I think it's such a worthwhile uh, event, let alone combining the arts with everybody's favorite, which is geek culture. Um, I And I was actually, you know, we were just talking about how being in my 20s, Bursting seems wanting to talk about these things and having very strong stances on them. Uh, particularly the fact that tonight's set list is almost almost half composed by John Williams, um, which Tim and I might disagree slightly on about his marriage. Oh, she brought it out. <laughs> I got you to talk about it. Now you got to talk about it. If you're calling me out, I would say no, and I would agree with him. He made he made the great point that he's maybe not the best composer, um, but that when it comes to putting music together for film, there's, you know, obviously, that's the first name that comes to mind. Right. So, for those of you who weren't listening before, uh, what, what, yeah, what I said was, <laughs> I think John Williams is amazing at putting music to, to picture, he's an amazing orchestrator, but as far as his ability to compose original music, I think the jury's still in. And... Uh, also, I just want to say, I'm also a huge Star Wars fan, so that's sort of where more I focus my appreciation on. It's like, I'm not sitting there going, this is John Williams, I'm like, this is the music of Star Wars, and I love it, and I can kind of turn that part of my brain off. It's like, oh, but it's actually Gustav Holst's The Planets, and I'm like, no, no, turn that off, we're going to just watch Star Wars. So, yeah. yeah, and that's a fair point. <laughs> but I mean, if you had to choose between John Williams' score and Jar Jar Binks, <laughs> which would you pick? The silence oh, is frightening me. <laughs> and you have to think about this. Really? Well, but it's Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> no, no, you're right. You're right. Um, you said, no, honestly, the, the pause is I was trying to think of something clever to say, and I couldn't. Um, <laughs> so, no, you're right. You're right. You know, yeah. The, the, the music is great to, to, to listen to. I'm not. Um, it's interesting, too, because I've joined the, the, these forums on Facebook about film composition, because, you know, I'm a composer and I want to get into film composing. And just how many people like love him, and I'm just like, oh man, am I the one idiot who's just like, oh, but he didn't write a spring and do stuff off the planet, but what about this? And it's like, okay, like I'll, I'll just sit back here with my arms folded and yep, John Williams. No, but I would agree with you that it's not necessarily, you know, you can, we can love him as a you know a canon to a lot of geek films um, without having to say he's the best composer ever. 
you know, because I, I, you know, I made the point with some friends the other day, which is that I think his talent is being able to have a sort of calling card for these amazing films. You know, you hear the Indiana Jones scene, you hear the Star Wars scene, you hear the Hedwig scene from Harry Potter, oh, right, yeah. you know immediately what film that is. So that's not necessarily that that piece of music is the best Jones. piece of music ever written. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, but that he has so made that piece part of that film, part of that culture, that you have to give him credit for that, and that's like, okay, I see you. That's what oh, yeah. you did there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> definitely. And, you know, yeah, and that is the thing, is that, you know, when you're when you're watching those films, like, there could be no other music that will go with those films. Like, it has to be that music. Um, and, and, and I think that's part of it, too, is, like, as far as, like, in general, film composers, like, there are, there are other film composers that I just... Their, their style, I enjoy their style better. I'm going to just listen to a score by itself. There are a lot of other composers that I enjoy more. Um, but, but again, like, I also know that that's my opinion and what I enjoy, not sort of a fact of like, well, you know, John Williams this. Huh. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, well, he's, and he's way more successful than I am, so who am I to talk? I'm delivering mail. <laughs> you just said you were a composer. Did you just buy the Robins? No, I'm just kidding. I can, Your day I can, job is I can be both. I can be both. <laughs> That's that's okay. At least that's what I tell my mom every week when I call her. <laughs> <laughs> just did another movie. I'm both. Oh, catch me if you can. Don't. I'm John Williams. That's that's the secret. That's the disdain is my lie. Is that what it is? No. That's, yeah, that's what it really is. It's that Tim is the secret identity for John Williams. Mind. I'm, I'm so much older than I look. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wise beyond your years. So. And I guess, wow, I could not have picked a better two to kick off this event for a podcast. Because... <laughs> I don't write into the music, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, with that in mind, though, for the show itself, so you've been to this last year. Why are you such a fan of shows like this? Um, well, as I said before, um, I'm a composer. I'm also a huge geek. I've been into comic books since at least elementary school. Um, I've been into to movies and films, and you know, especially now that they're making films out of comic books that have soundtracks. It's like, oh, wow, it's like everything. Um, I've been a fan of video games since I was a kid. Um, and what's interesting, and I, I was thinking about this before, like, why this type of thing in particular is so, uh, I find such a connection with it, is that all of the things I've been into, I've never quite fit into the, the groups of people who are just that one thing. Like, like when I've been in school and hung out with other composers, there's always something that's like, I don't really 100% mesh with these people. Or when I go to comic book stores or comic book conventions, and I'm just like, I don't quite mesh with all these people. But when you start mixing all these genres together, and it's just, you, you find people who enjoy these certain combinations of things, like, that's what really I enjoy. And you get to sort of talk more about, you know, um, the differences and how they kind of add to each other, and you don't sort of get stuck in the thing of like, well, if you're going to be a comic book fan, then you have to feel this way about this, or if you have to be, you know, a film composition fan, you have to love John Williams. It's like, in issue five, I mean, <laughs> exactly, exactly, that guy, that guy actually works at a comic book store in Johnston, Rhode Island. I have seen you there. <laughs> that card closed. <laughs> That's a real guy. Hi, guy. That's a that guy. Didn't mean to insult Island. you on this like that, my guy. How <laughs> <laughs> <Are> you cook? <laughs> Kidding, he's famous now. Yes, that's it. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this was the moment. This was the moment. But yeah, but yeah so, so that's that's part of why I really love this. Is it's, it's this combination of all good things. And, and, and there are no rules, you know, because... You know, like I said, I feel like people who are hard for one thing are like, you have to be this in order to do this, you know, or like with video games, if you're not a real gamer unless you do this, it's like, well, if I casually play video games and read comics and write music and do all this, it's like, you, you 
kind of almost carve out not your own genre, but your own place within all of these genres and that sort of mixing pot. So you're really just excited about the celebration of the culture as a whole. Oh yeah, comes yeah. Out. You may just open up the topic for another time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, yeah, the dark side. Um, but this is your first show, so I'm sure AD excitement begins with the fact that you're here. Yeah. Um, what else has you excited about? Um, I'm always excited for anything that encourages cosplay, which I saw on posters, on the tickets, everybody knows cosplay is encouraged. I would like everyone listening to know that out of the three of us, I am the only one that cosplayed, and they did not recognize that I'm cosplaying a writer. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, I went as everybody's favorite teenage Hufflepuff, uh, named Dora Tonks, and they did not recognize me, and then proceeded to say that Harry Potter was not really their thing. I, I am a poor Harry Potter fan. Yep. Um, I'm not, I won't lie. I mean, yep. I, I've happened once. It's true. But I did see the movies. Okay. So well, that's that. something. And we do have two songs from Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban being performed tonight. So at least you've seen the movies. I have, yes. So I'll, I'll know the two that. Plus, it's John Williams. So that's yes. Good. Yes. That's Aces. <laughs> yes. Everyone's yes. favorite. Aces. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I would say I'm, I'm excited about anything that encourages people to not only come out and participate in a cool event like this and foster sort of that sense of community and finding your own space, um, but also just expressing yourself and saying, you know, I really like music and I really like the music that they're going to be playing. Also, I have a really neat costume I'd like to show off, and Denver Comic Con isn't for a couple, little while longer, so uh, this seems like the perfect time to try that out. See, that's what I most appreciate about this whole thing is the sheer fact that this all stems from DCC mm-hmm. and the fact that it has literally grown roots into the community. Um, because that's exactly what this is. This comes from that. This comes from our love of music. We need more of it. Um, and that's really just magical in its own right, too. Um, but you make a good point on the set list. We have had a chance to take a look at it. Um, and I'm sure there's one. Uh, so I'm guessing yours is going to be Harry Potter. So you've got your I will admit, I am, I'm very excited that Harry Potter made that list. I, I find it interesting that, A, it's not Hedwig's name, although I, I would imagine that it's fairly overdone. Um, but that they specifically chose two songs from Prisoner of Azkaban, both John Williams, and didn't try and mix in some of the other composers, such as Alexander Desla, who did um, the final film and things like Lily's theme, um, which are such a different tone that they strike in those films. Um, I think that might have been interesting to hear. But I am I am very excited for that. Um, Raman Dajwadi's theme for Game of Thrones, very excited about. He's definitely on my on my radar as far as great composing for TV. Um, I believe he also has done Westworld, which I still have not seen. What? I know, I know. It's on my list. I'm wow. aware. Sometimes I want to broadcast this on webcam. Really do the face that you <laughs> just, just made. Because that was... <laughs> it's on my list. in your eyes. I had to rewatch Avatar first. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, but so I'm excited for that. I, the theme for Doctor Who, I'm on, they're also going to be doing, which I think is very interesting. Because that's a, that's a crazy well, thing to try and do for a what I'm, what I'm curious about there is a couple of years ago, that was done by the Mm-hmm. And it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's happening again. Oh, that part God, wasn't specified so. in there, but I guess we're going to find out. That's I part really of the surprise. <laughs> yeah, they did, they did that in Star Trek a couple of years ago. Right. And that was, uh, that was like, there's no two ways about it. Um, what is Tim excited about when he's played this tonight? Oh. So, <laughs> we have time. So, my, my, my thing I'm most excited about is they're doing uh, One Winged Angel, or is it One Winged Angel? I wonder if you want to be all fancy about it. Like, Potato, oh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, One Winged Angel from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, I remember playing that game when I was a kid, and, um, you know, back then that was sort of probably the pinnacle of where, like, video games and the technology and the, you know, the animation and everything. And to have this, this you know, end 
you heard like a choir singing. Like I don't think I ever heard that before in video game music. Because usually it's the sort of what's known as the chip tunes, you know, where it's the, the electronic loops and beats, but to actually have the sound of an orchestra like a choir. I was just like, oh my god, that like blew me away. And every year when I come here and I see that the you know the Colorado Symphony chorus is singing with them, I'm like, oh, are they going to do an angel? They haven't yet. They are now, and I'm going to lose it. Nice tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I will try, since we're live reading this tonight as well, I will very, try, very much hardly try, that was probably the worst English that I could possibly put together, I will make it a distinct point um, to try to get a picture of you bouncing up and down on your chair. Okay, great. Um, with the tears from your eyes. Which so this would be like a Beatles concert. <laughs> but with the angel inside. Just moving. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, truth be told, there have been some things here that have straight up brought people to tears. Myself included. There are some really, oh, yeah. really I'm not going to lie. That's a possibility for me tonight. You can ask pretty much anybody who's ever gone to see any movie with me ever. I will end up bawling. I just recently saw the Beauty and the Beast remake, uh, yes, and I did the review on that. And at one point, my boyfriend leans over to me, and I'm like, I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true, audience. I definitely was the one who was crying. That's great. <laughs> um, and he's here this evening. So now we have this on record for you. Yes. Um, I admitted it. <laughs> so there you go. How about that? Um, that's great. Actually, I, I think, and you mentioned the choir, I am, this I believe is the second time we've done Duel of the Fates at this concert. I'm not sure that you can ever not do that enough. Right, quite frankly. Um, because, let's just be honest, that's one of the coolest Star Wars pieces there yeah. was. Yeah. Only um, redeeming quality of the prequel. And I believe, if I'm correct, Tim, your wife sang in the choir the last time they did. Is that right? Uh, I, I don't know if it's when they did that. She, she has sung in the choir before. I know she sang in it when they did um, uh, one of the, the music Matrix, the, oh. the final battle. Okay. I remember that. That was that, one. that was a bone chilling moment. Anyway. I think that was also the one where they did Everything is Awesome. And I know she <laughs> sang that. Um, I can't, she may have done that. I can't remember. But, but yeah, she. Yeah. Yep. And I actually, a uh, funny story about the one. I was so excited to hear that the music from the Matrix. I was actually late to that concert. <laughs> and it was the first thing they did, of course. So I was standing outside, like, listening to it on the speakers. <laughs> You're pressed up against the door. Oh, oh she's going to kill me. Yeah. Oh, she's going to kill me. You're just behind <laughs> You, you sang the best out of Yes, I can totally hear you from outside <laughs> the concert hall doors. Yes. Yes. I know your voice. That well. Yay. <laughs> um, but with that in mind, because we're going to keep it short today, because obviously we have a show to attend. Are there any final thoughts that you guys have about this show you want to talk about regardless of I'm just excited. I'm excited to hear it. Like I said, this is my first time attending this event. Um, it's been forever since I've actually been to the Colorado Symphony, so all all good things. You did? Yep. Any last thoughts? I'm, I'm psyched too. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's perfectly fine. So, well, that's uh, with that in mind, sorry, we had to roll call there. I apologize, folks. Um, they need to know that we're here. Uh, with that in mind, yeah, we're going to go ahead and see the show in a little bit here. Uh, this is a two-night event, so you're going to get two editions of Denver Comic Con Radio this evening, and tomorrow evening as well, because tomorrow we have Scott Murray and Scott Edwards joining us. It's a double barrel Scott night. Um, it should be another good time, because oddly enough, it's working out perfectly. I have someone who's been to the show before, and someone that's been on that show as well. So we'll bring you podcasts all weekend for this, and hopefully uh, you guys are making it out to the show as well. So until next time, just enjoy all the things you can, and we'll talk to you soon.